Welcome to the Manifest Your Best Life podcast. My name is Sarah Prout. I'm a best-selling author, co-founder of the Manifesting Academy, successful seven-figure entrepreneur, and I'm also a mother of four children. I believe that you're here right now for a reason. So if you want to manifest more abundance, more joy, more love, and more meaning into your life, then I know that you're in the right place at the right time. Each week, I'll deliver a dose of authentic motivation for you to not only activate your intuition, but raise your vibration, empower your emotions, and get inspired to manifest your best life. Are you ready? This is going to be fun. Let's get started. Hello there and welcome back to the show or welcome if this is your very first episode that you are listening to of the Sarah Prout podcast. My name's Sarah and I am so happy to be here with you today. I missed releasing an episode last week because I took a little family vacation to Sedona in Arizona and that's about a four to five hour drive from my home here in Las Vegas And what was really interesting about this trip is that over the last month or so, I'd been really called. My intuition was really calling me to visit Sedona. I've been working on this project recently that I'm going to be launching in the next couple of months. I've also been incubating more ideas for my book that's coming out in May 2022. And it just seems like there was this, how do I put it, this higher calling to connect with the land, to Go there and really do the work, the spiritual work. And you don't necessarily need to go anywhere to do spiritual work, of course. We know that. But there are these beautiful sacred places around the world that have this effect on people. And pre-pandemic, millions upon millions of people would flock to Sedona every year for those deep meditation experiences. And if you've ever heard of Sedona before, you'll know that it's famous for these energy vortexes that really help to facilitate healing and grounding and access infinite possibilities and higher wisdom. So today I wanted to share with you some of the more mystical experiences that happened on my five-day trip to Sedona and how these manifestations took place. Now, if you're familiar with my work, you know that over the last 10 years, I have been a manifestation teacher, and I have reached millions upon millions of people. And you'll know that I teach from the the basis of being a guinea pig. I love to run experiments, manifestation experiments in my own life to prove to you guys what's possible. So, you know that you can create your own reality. So the purpose of my trip to Sedona was not only to relax and rejuvenate and to really have some time for self-care, but it was also a time to connect with a deeper level and layer of wisdom and intuition. So about a week and a half ago, we had the two-day virtual mastermind retreat with the incredible people in my visionary mastermind. And to do something like that, it requires a high energy transmission where we're all together exchanging ideas and supporting one another. And it's not only just things to do with business, it's to do with things that are going on personally and energetically and spiritually. And Sean and I showed up for the two days, which were really intense sessions. 
And then on the Monday, so we did the the event on the Friday and Saturday. On the Monday, we were ready for our vacation and we booked this most exquisite Airbnb that was about 20 minutes from the main shopping area in Sedona, Arizona. Now, if you've ever been there, you know that there are crystal stores and psychic reading stores and metaphysical bookshops everywhere. There seem to be more of those than there are hairdressers or supermarkets or even restaurants for that matter. It it got a lot of popularity, I, I believe, in the 80s when there was something called the harmonic convergence where people from all over the world were drawn there for that meditative experience. And there is absolutely no denying that when you drive into Sedona, it is ethereal. It does feel like you go into this experience, the more mystical uh, things that tend to unfold in Sedona. And so Sean and I on the road were playing this game. We we quite often play games with the universe. We were like, okay, let's set an intention and see if we can manifest it. And what was really interesting to note, and this was pre-bathroom break, is that we kept on seeing signs of alignment. We kept on seeing the license plates that were like 111, 222, 333. And then this happened. I randomly asked Sean how long we had until we arrived. And I asked him at 1.11 and he looked at the phone and he's like, uh, which is the directions. And he's like, Sarah, take a photo of my phone because this is incredible. At 1.11, our arrival time was 3.33 and there were two hours and 22 minutes left on the drive. So two hours and 22 minutes left on the drive at 1.11 to arrive at well, at one eleven to arrive, the ETA at 3.33. So that was really the first significant thing. And then we checked again. And I just randomly said, now, how long have we got now? <laughs> and it was an hour to the dot later. It was 2.22. And I looked at it and it's like, this is weird. We have one hour and 23 minutes left and we arrive at 3.45. But all of those numbers, if you line them up, are one, two, three, four, five. It's another beautiful sign of alignment. And so we knew that on some level, and I know this sounds kind of woo-woo and, you know, out there, but that's, that's the business I'm in. To us, it was a beautiful sign of alignment that we were heading in the right direction at the perfect time. So it was a divine wink from the universe to say, hey, Sarah and Sean, thanks for doing this. You're on the right path. And then... So my daughter and I, my 15-year-old daughter and I have been having some fun with this app called Rando Nautica. Now, if you haven't heard of this, this might be a bit of a surprise. It's somewhat of a phenomena over on TikTok. And this app, it's kind of like um, Pokemon Go, if you've ever played that. And what it does is apparently, and I think it's more gimmicky than it is practical because I don't believe that you need the app to facilitate this. But what it does is based on your location, It uh, generates a specific set of coordinates and will deliver to you your intentions. So you set an intention, you press the button, it activates the coordinates and it sends you on almost like a, a mystery treasure hunt 
to that specific intention. And on TikTok, the, the kids call it rando naughting. So if you've ever looked that up, there's some crazy stuff that's happened. Like people have had some incredible synchronicities that have been activated. And then other people have had some quite frightening experiences. Now, I'm pretty sure that a lot of the, the stories are fake and not real, but the thing to keep in mind is being open to all possibilities. I believe that the the integrity of the app is to get kids out and into the world and on somewhat of an adventure and making it really exciting. So my daughter and I tried this before we left for Sedona and I said, oh, let's manifest uh, butterflies or fairies. And this was on our way back from Whole Foods in Las Vegas. And she's like, okay, let's, let's do this. And it took us to this uh, gated community. And this is a bit naughty because you really shouldn't go into properties that you don't have permission to go into. And you even sign a a thing on the app to say that you shouldn't. So don't listen to me. <laughs> there was a car that um, was going through the gates and I just kind of sneakily snuck in, sneakily snuck in behind them. And we went to the address, which was the random coordinates. And I'm not sure why this app would would um, send us in a place of somewhere that's not accessible to the public. Um, and I'm like, okay, let's look around. And then there was this beautiful little child that was with her parents and she kind of waved at us and she had like this eerie presence about her <laughs> that we're like, okay, maybe that's our little fairy. And we didn't think anything of it or, you know, we didn't, we were just looking everywhere. Where's the butterfly reference? Where's the fairy reference? And then as we were pulling out of the community, I noticed the name of the community, which I hadn't at that specific point in time. And it was Mariposa which is apparently Spanish for butterfly or in the Barbie franchise <laughs> is Mariposa Fairy Barbie-topia or hang on, Fairy-topia, which is, I don't know, my kids don't have any Barbie dolls, I don't know, but I just know that from being in Target and seeing that, that it is the, the fairy-butterfly correlation. So anyway, that was a bit of random fun and my daughter was like, let's do rando nauting. Let's, you know, open up the rando nautica app on our trip to Sedona. And my husband, he's a little bit skeptical. I'm like, okay, let's just play the game. So this was before we had our signs of alignment with the directions of 111, 222, and 333. And he's like, okay, let's manifest a kangaroo. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, let's manifest a kangaroo. And he's like, well, what are you going to manifest? And I said, well, I'm going to manifest uh, Nicolas Cage. <laughs> totally random. I, And this is a little side story again that references Whole Foods, funnily enough. I was in Whole Foods probably around four or five years ago now, and I saw Nicolas Cage looking at the various sea vegetables. Uh, you know, you have miso soup and nori and that kind of stuff, and he was checking out the different sea vegetables. And, um, you know, that's just my Nicolas Cage story. So I'm like, okay, Nicolas Cage was top of mind. So I'm like, that's what I'm going to manifest somewhere as a divine wink from the universe on our manifesting adventures. And so Sean, of course, was being, you know, somewhat of a smart ass because there's no way that you're going to manifest a kangaroo. He wasn't specific about it, but he did say, you know, I'm going to manifest seeing a kangaroo. And I kid you not, within about 45 minutes, we were traveling behind this um, RV or a motorhome that had a kangaroo on the uh, on the back of the vehicle. It was like the icon of the brand. I think it was Rue or something like that. I've never seen this before. And I'm like, hey, Sean, 
you won't believe it, there's a kangaroo. And he's like, oh yeah. <laughs> so that was kind of synchronicity number one. And so when we arrived in Sedona, as I mentioned, there's something so mystical and magical about the land. And we drove to our Airbnb, which is this incredible home in this little village called Oak Creek, as I mentioned, about 20 minutes, 10 miles or so out of the, the main street of Sedona. And this house, I've never felt so at home and at peace in a house that wasn't my own. And I've never owned a house before, but I've rented a lot of houses over the years and I've lived in a lot of houses. But I felt so peaceful in this specific house and it had a beautiful view of the mountains and it had the perfect amount of space for the three girls and it had this gorgeous pool that had this uh, the Trinity Celtic knot symbol in there, which symbolizes, you know, the the different... Uh, energies and the house also encapsulated that it had the pool which was like the water element the jacuzzi well hot tub which was the the water element and then it had these two big fire pits which Sean and I were like oh it's like twin flame energy but it had the fire energy and then the earth and this beautiful crisp clean air and it just felt like the most magical recharge station after a pretty frantic few months of creating and hustling and studying and doing all of the things that we do within our business and this was really time to rest restore and recalibrate and what I noticed was that I started not being on my phone as much I started being more present in nature and so every morning when I would wake up Sean and I would take turns so we would have like our meditation time and and I would go out to the hot tub and meditate. And it was so beautiful. And then I would continue my energy experiments with the universe and say, okay, universe, what I want to see is a hummingbird and a butterfly. Now, if you're a member of my Manifesting Academy, and if you're not, go to manifestingacademy.com and check it out. I posted in the private group and community the other day that I set the intention to see a butterfly and a hummingbird on my run. And sure enough, within 10 minutes, I was shown a hummingbird and a butterfly. And we don't get that many butterflies here in Las Vegas. And so I did the exact same energy experiment when I was in the hot tub. And while I was eating my breakfast, probably within half an hour, a hummingbird flew towards me and just curiously was just kind of looking at me. And then I saw one of the biggest yellow monarch butterflies I have ever, ever seen in my life. So again, ask the universe for signs of alignment. And if you want to go a little bit deeper, ask the universe for what you really want to create. Ask the universe for, you know, opportunities to show up in your reality, for abundance to show up in your reality, for you know, whatever the connection point is that you're requesting that you need to take your, your life to that next level to begin that next chapter of your life. But it begins with being playful with the universe and really starting to work at that muscle. Because the more you work at your muscle of intuition, the more you will notice that things start to show up for you in your reality. So on our second day in Sedona, well, actually, the first night was a little bit interesting because my kids are both pretty energetically sensitive. Um, they had trouble sleeping. So we had them in the the main bedroom with us. You know, it was like one big sleepover for the little girls, for Lulu and Ava. And Ollie, Olivia, my 15-year-old, had her own uh, private bedroom, which was downstairs. It's a, this beautiful two-bedroom home. 
And on the first night, the weirdest thing happened. And this was, this totally freaked me out because I, you know, I really, (laughs) I'm such an empath and the house didn't feel funky to me. It didn't feel like there was anything, you know, untoward, but Lulu started having nightmares. My kids rarely have nightmares. I've been so lucky uh, because when my son was little, he didn't sleep for like the first five years of his life. And then with Lulu and Ava, they are solid sleepers. And Lulu woke up in the middle of the night and she said this, please help me, please help me. I don't know where I am. Please help me, please help me. I don't know where I am. And she said this over and over again. And she was like in this, um, this frightened, freaked out state where it didn't seem like she knew where she was. It was like she was stuck between the dream world and being awake. And so those kind of happened a little bit where like the kids sat up at the same time. Sometimes it feels like they have joint consciousness um, and they, you know, they were standing up in the room or, you know, unsure about where they were. And I'm sure this is perfectly normal and there's a a non-freaky horror movie kind of explanation for it. But they over a few days they settled in. And this is this is very common for any new places we've been to where they're not sure or they, you know, feel unsettled in any way. But then the next day, we went to this place called the Chapel of the Holy Cross, which is this magnificent chapel structure on the cliff face in Sedona. And this apparently is an energy vortex. And we went up there and it was magnificent. It was such an incredible place of um, high vibe frequency and uh, you know clarity and stillness and from the top I could see this house this very fancy house um, I would say I don't know whether it's classified as a mansion or not but it definitely looked like a pretty substantial large property with lots of ornate decorations on it and Sean as we as we drove past it Sean noticed it and he's like oh write down this address write down this address and so I wrote it down in my in my notes app and we went out to the chapel and we saw it from you know like that high level overview of this incredible home and so later that night when I got home I looked up the address and I couldn't believe it apparently it is rumored to be owned by Nicholas Cage Nick Cage no less my manifestation <laughs> So again, another coincidence or synchronicity, if you will, that we are energetic beings having a physical experience. And what we currently live in is this movable reality where we construct it as we go along. That's the only possible explanation for all of these intense synchronicities that continue to unfold. And on the next day, I decided that I would go and see a psychic because I just love the the possibility of connecting with somebody's intuition and seeing their own process. Now, I'm a big believer in cultivating your own levels of intuition. And at the same time, I also love and value the, the psychic gifts of others that I've encountered over the years. And I've had so many different readings over the years. Many of them have been incredibly accurate and have had a similar thread and a similar pattern. And whether that's like my energy field that they're reading and they can tell that I'm a specific type of person, I don't know. But there have been some things that have manifested that, um, how can I put this? I've written about in my upcoming book that's coming out in May 2022. So I won't tell you too much about that right now. Uh, but there are there are specific examples of eerily accurate readings that I've had over the years and how that's impacted my life. 
The other thing to note is that my mother was a tarot reader for many, many years and my dad was and still is a watercolor artist and I grew up in galleries and studios in Australia and New Zealand. And so my mom usually had a, a reading corner where she would have her private clients and do the psychic readings. So I've grown up with a very artistic and creative and intuitive background. And so this is why I'm naturally drawn to psychics and people that have clairvoyance or clairaudience or clairsentience and channel information from different levels and realms. So Olivia and I went out one afternoon just you know, checking out the shops, the stores and the crystals and really getting a feel to who we felt in alignment with. And Olivia had never had a card reading before. And so I decided to go into this one store where this lady could give us two 15 minute sessions and I would go first because <laughs> I couldn't guarantee that Olivia wouldn't, you know, give away any information because when I'm having a reading, I am very tight-lipped. I don't give them any feedback or facial expressions and I'm just very centered and still with the entire process. And so I, I she took me out into this back room. Olivia went for a little walk. She wasn't there to, to listen. Uh, she was to come back in 15 minutes when it was her turn. But the lady sat down and she um, did this card reading and she got me to write down my name and my birth date, which is the 1st of November 1979 on a sticky note. And she looked at the piece of paper and she, um, she tuned into my energy field and she said, you're, you're a teacher. You, you teach a lot of people. Are you a high school teacher? Because I feel like you possibly reach so many people. How do you do this? And all I gave her was, yes, I'm a teacher. <laughs> and she said, uh, she she got me to pick out the cards to do a spread. Uh, there were eight cards in total. And all of them were signifying that I was a writer and that I was teaching people about infinite possibilities and intuition and manifestation and all of that kind of stuff. And so I walked away from that reading feeling very grounded in my truth and my mission and purpose, which is to show up and support you guys on your manifesting journey. So that was beautiful for me. And then Olivia had a completely different experience where, of course, the the reader had to modify that for a 15-year-old girl's, girl's mind and how she could receive that information. But Olivia and I felt really uplifted after this experience. And we went home and had a swim. And then the next day, we decided to venture out to something called the the Amitabha Stupa and I hope I'm um, I'm pronouncing that correctly which is a sacred landmark that encapsulates enlightened enlightened presence and it is said that sacred stupas have graced the earth for over 2600 years stupas are the physical embodiment of the Buddha's enlightened mind their blessings are immeasurable their presence extremely rare in the west and so we went to this beautiful sacred monument and uh, on the way there, it was the morning time. And in the morning, my daughter Ava, who was four, was a bit hungry and she helped herself to three bowls of cashews. And if you've ever been to Sedona, you know that the roads are quite windy. <laughs> and all of a sudden she started saying, my tummy hurts, my tummy hurts. And just as we pulled up to something called the Park of Peace, 
she puked all over herself. It was so bad. And I said to Sean, we got to get out of here. We have to go home and, and hose down the car seat and change her clothes because we couldn't go there when she was covered in just, you know, cashews. <laughs> so that was like a very real moment. And to all the parents out there, you know exactly what I went through. It's not pretty. It's so bad. And then Sean and I started arguing because, you know, the, the, the pressure and the stress, it really interrupted the peaceful mode of the Sedona bliss. <laughs> it was short-lived. So we went home and Sean and I went into our separate corners for a while while we, while we processed what was going on emotionally and how we'd snapped at each other <laughs> and some, you know, unintended rules upsets. And then in the afternoon, uh, I said, you know what, let's try and go back. And so it was the perfect time because the sun wasn't as high and it wasn't as hot. And Ava was fine this time. She didn't eat any cashews, which I doubt that she'll want to do for a while now. And we went to this park and it was magnificently peaceful. The view, the sacred earth. It was something that I have never experienced before. The only other Buddhist temple that I had experienced that was kind of similar to this was one that was in the hinterland on in the sunshine coast in australia we went around these back roads and it was a very um, beautiful experience with the prayer wheels and uh, the the sacred buddhist temple there but this was different and what i noticed was that the girls were so peaceful and they wanted to meditate. They wanted to sit on a rock and, and copy the Buddha statue and close their eyes and just be completely present. And they had at the top of the hill, there was this medicine wheel that was used in ancient times to balance all four aspects of our being, the spiritual, the emotional, the physical and the mental aspects. And we followed the instructions on the, the sign. And Sean and I took our shoes off and we, we walked around this incredible medicine wheel together and said a prayer of peace in our minds for abundance and for vibrant health and wellness for our family and our community. And then when we returned home, we realized that Ava had dead bolted the door behind her as we pulled the lock and we were locked out of our Airbnb, which is just like a Chevy Chase movie with Ava sometimes. <laughs> it's the Griswolds visit Sedona. <laughs> and so we figured it out and there had been a door that was unlocked around the back, thankfully. And we were able to get that open and then get inside and then prepare to pack up and leave the next morning. So that was my mystical manifestation experiment trip to Sedona where I, in my private moments, very much received the next steps for what I am in the, the process of creating for you guys right now, an incredible course that you'll be hearing more about in the next couple of months. And it's really the culmination of what I've been working on over the last six years to get to the point of creating infinite wisdom and possibilities and abundance in different areas of my life and how that tends to show up and how also receiving the feedback from so many of you and how this is also impacting your life to build that creative momentum, to put yourself out there more, to write that book, to start that business, to create that podcast and anything else that your heart desires because the thing about all of us is that we have something very similar in common we all want to manifest our dreams we all want to manifest pretty much anything that we want to but the thing that holds us back 
is quite often these subtle energetic blocks. And so my work in the world is to really help facilitate unblocking those energy centers so that you can feel more grounded and present in your life. And the thing is, you don't have to go away to a dream vacation in Sedona in a beautiful house. It could start now. I mean, my house in in Las Vegas right now is pretty underwhelming in comparison to our vacation dream house. But you do the best you can in any situation that you're in because the key thing about nature is that you can find that access point no matter where you are. You could be in a high-rise apartment and have a little balcony and look out at the stars and connect with those stars. That's what I used to do. And I mean, the thing about where I'm living right now is we don't have real grass. We have this disgusting synthetic stuff that feels like burning plastic on your feet if you stand on it. So what I like to do is I like to drive to our local uh, natural, what do they call it? The the national park, I think it is, the Red Rock uh conservation area and just put my feet on the dirt and feel that connection to the earth and to the ground and to infinite wisdom because here's the thing if you want to be guided on your journey you must have a very strong connection to nature if you want to activate your intuition your psychic centers unblock your energy field you have to have a connection with nature and that means honoring and being willing to unplug from the matrix. If you've seen the movie, The Matrix, right? That the uh, digital reality that's constructed to control us and keep us small. Many of us are still immersed in the illusion that we're just here to you know, live out our day-to-day lives until the day we die and then nothing happens. But what if you viewed your life as an opportunity to create your own reality with intention, with meaning, to play with the creative and construction, constructive energy of the universe, that the universe is always there to support you. And I'm going to leave you with that today, that the universe will always support you, especially when you show up with this beautiful curiosity and levels of playfulness, such as my manifesting games, or even if you want to try the app Rando Nautica, which I mentioned earlier. It is really powerful to start and spark that dialogue with the universe. And if you haven't already, make sure you get yourself a copy of my book called Dear Universe, because that book, that concept for my best-selling book, which has now been translated into, I think, five or six different languages. I could, yeah, I think it's been five, maybe seven. And we just had a recent translation deal into the Czech language, which I'm really excited about. And it's available in Russian, German, Spanish, Hebrew, and some others. I can't remember what they are. <laughs> It'll come to me. But anyway, the, the premise of the book is that you spark a connection with the universe and you tune into how you feel. And in those moments uh, that you bring awareness to your emotions and to your capacity to fully feel those emotions... The universe will meet you there and deliver a miracle. So if you haven't got your copy yet of Dear Universe 200 Mini Meditations for Instant Manifestations, you can go to pretty much any bookstore to get yourself a copy or go to sarahprout.com forward slash book dash Amazon. And you can get it on Amazon as well. There's over 3,000 positive reviews, which is insane. But I'm just so grateful that... This book has helped to impact many lives all over the world. 
So thank you so much for being here with me today. I have loved this episode because I've (laughs) I've really relived my uh, Sedona trip because I've been kind of longing to go back actually since we left and it was only a few days ago. So maybe I'll head back there in a few weeks and see what unfolds. All right, everyone. Happy manifesting and lots of love. Bye for now. As we end today's episode, I just have one more thing to ask you. If you would be so kind as to leave a review on the podcasting platform that you listen to this show on, that would mean the world to me because it helps support my mission of getting the energy and the message of emotional empowerment out to as many people as possible. So go ahead, leave a review and know that you are putting amazing energy out there, sharing the love, paying it forward, and you're also empowering yourself to remember that anything is possible and that you can manifest your best life. So thank you so much for being part of this community. Lots of love and I will connect with you again very soon. Bye for now.